we are back, boys, and welcome to another episode of the Worst Things First Fantasy Report. I am your host, CS, and alongside with me today is the return of my fellow co-host, John. So today, we're going to take a trip back in time. Uh, we've gathered some old sound bites with regards to predictions and takes, uh, whether it's on best draft, worst draft, best team one month later, worst team one month later, so on and so forth, just to see how the league has been shaping up overall. Um, not only that, we've created some polls throughout this week to see what each member said of uh, said, cat- said category. So... First off, what we're going to knock out real quick are the waivers here. John, you want to let them know? Any interesting picks? So the waivers, uh, it's kind of a boring waiver this week. We have Devontae Freeman going for $9 to Clive. Three other people went. Wesley for 5 CS for 1 Me and Howard for 0 uh, I'm not sure how much this will affect Clive's team. He's not even starting him right now. But with the news of Cook dealing with all those legal troubles right now, he he may be forced to flex him in unless he believes in Madison enough to start. So we'll see what he does. And then Elijah Moore for $16 to Wesley. Kind of a lot. Uh, then Jude for 10 CS for 1 and Clyde for 0 Um, Yeah, I mean, it's not really much happening on the waivers this week <laughs> nothing too hot yeah nothing crazy yeah I, I guess Wes paid a little bit more than everyone else because he's still pretty wide receiver needy yeah so i think he probably would could use him more than anyone else in the league all right well that's pretty much it for the waivers uh trades here i don't know if any of y'all really realized howard and i traded um but before we get to that uh, the first one, John, do you want to talk about with Jude and I? So you and Jude traded for Ertz. You had Ertz and Jude had Goddard. I think mainly Jude just wanted to give up one of his tight ends because they both had, I think, week 14 buys. They both had yeah. week 14 buys. So uh, it works out for both of you. Uh, Goddard's pretty serviceable and Ertz with uh, Hopkins kind of hobbled. You kind of need him. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think it's a pretty fair trade. Okay, okay. And then, the I guess the bigger one is, uh, again, your trade with Howard <laughs> happened about an hour mm-hmm. ago. You gave up uh, your first round pick, number one Ooh. overall, CMC, for uh, CMC and Cheba for Deontay Johnson and Mix, Joe Mixon. So, uh, we spoke briefly before this, and I was telling you that I, I'm pretty. I'm a strong believer that CMC will come back to his form sooner. I think this week actually he has a mm-hmm. matchup against uh, Arizona. I mean they're a good defense, but they, you can still kind of run on them. And they need CMC yeah. more now more than ever since Darnold's kind of ass. So they're gonna rely on the run and the dump offs. So he'll he'll be back to form. But it does kind of round out your team in the sense that you can't, I don't think you can afford to gamble on waiting or seeing if CMC will uh, bounce back to form because yeah. you, you need, you're saying that you need him to drop 
at least 25 plus points every week to carry you to like out of the toilet bowl yeah it's- yeah that's that that's that's kind of my whole sorry i didn't mean to cut you off no, but, okay. uh, yeah my re- main reason is i fully believe in cmc i still think he's gonna play pretty well um it just comes down to if i keep him you know this daryl williams his his time's about to expire you know ceh is coming back so i'm not gonna be able to use him at all and i was looking down the road that at some point because I can't use Daryl Williams, I would have to roster Javante or Julio as like my last spot. And for that, that seems pretty like meh. You know, Julio is still just a name and Melvin Gordon's ruining Javante right now. So <laughs> like to be able to just roster them, I could they could give me like five to eight points, you know. So like you said, I wanted to round out my roster uh, as a whole. It's gonna hurt me. For sure, a little bit more this week uh, because Joe Mixon is on his bye. But after this week, both Mixon and Deontay will have had their buys already. So I wouldn't have to worry about that. Uh, My thing is, yeah, I would have to still live and die with CMC if I kept him. And, you know, in the off chance where he does, he starts just becoming a 16 to 18 point person for just himself, then that's that that can put me on the calendar like i really need him to hit like 25 28 floors and i don't know that's that's not a gamble i'm willing to wait around for and hope for yeah that's uh it could be a reality the nfl season's kind of wonky this year yeah yeah so i mean it's a pretty fair trade yeah yeah i don't think i don't think anyone got fleeced overall I, i i mean my 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 thing with howard is i told him that yeah, he loses Deontay, but at the same time, he gains like CMC, and it's not like like his his receivers will be on the come up. Like they've had tough matchups, and then like Ayuk went from nothing to the past two weeks, he's starting to to show something. So it's not like he's gonna have nobody to use at receiver. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it. I think it helps you more. Kind of covers some of your holes and your flex mm. spots. So. I think I lean that you may have won it a little bit, but overall fair for both parties. Okay. I just don't like it because no, I have to face Howard later with this. Oh, you do? Yeah. Because oh, it's up. Oh, I'm already done. It's the end of the. It's the end of the lineup. You're, oh, it's rotating again. Yeah. Right? So Wait, what week do you play him? Ah, uh, shit. I don't know. Fourteen. Thirteen. Fourteen. Thirteen or fourteen. <laughs> Because I know I play him and Joseph twice. Oh, 13. Well, if it's 13, he won't have CMC. So, there you go. Wait. You're welcome, Jack. Oh, he's on bye? Yeah. I mean, that was part of it, too. Oh, nice. CMC does have a bye week in 13. Okay, very good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. That's a next level strategy. Oh, yeah. Podcast. All right. So, uh, let's go back to... To uh, some of these takes and sound bites that we had here, um, starting with the preseason, we had Miko and Jude hop along uh, to join us. Um, so they're gonna they're gonna talk about the worst draft and who they thought drafted the worst. All right, so y'all asked for these sound bites. I'm gonna play about four of them. All right, this is from the first episode, <laughs> worst draft. But the worst draft has to be Howard. He drafted his 
starting wide receiver in the ninth round, and then he's drafted his starting tight end in the thirteenth round. I don't, like what is? And then he drafted Michael Thomas in the seventh. That's so bad because he's not even playing for half the season. Are you even gonna make it to the playoffs? Like, god damn. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I do have to agree with Howard's only because him drafting uh, four running backs, he's not even able to use all of them. So maybe it's potential use for trade bait. You know, John lost a running back. People will get hurt in the future. So he's banking on uh, potential. But to not even be able to start all four of your top four players, that's that's a bit yikes. I think it's a consensus pick. Howard, I think, had the worst draft. I can kind of understand the four. No, no wide receivers. You're You're kind of expecting running backs to get hurt and then it's really hard to find a pickup i don't understand the michael thomas pick in the seventh he could have easily gone down to like the 10th 11th round because he's injured well, i'm, I'm gonna going say the person that. everyone wants to say but people are too scared to say especially miko because in new <laughs> orleans miko's talking all this shit over and over and over and now he won't even say it right now so i'm saying wesley vu bro james robinson he got so lucky i don't know what he did and the james robinson pick happened and we we're like what the fuck <laughs> He was just he was rattled after that, time. man. He did, he did, he did get Derrick Henry, which was uh, his. He told everyone in Nola, he was like, "This is who I'm going for." Yeah, he's I know. And then he did the whole little, um, little skit he had. It was like, "Damn, this boy's gonna draft good," and then burn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that was the preseason. That was actually our very uh, first episode. Uh, yeah, the general consensus minus Jude was Howard and Jude. Voted Wes, and surprisingly, Wes is a top three team right now. Lucky team. Oh, okay. Interesting, interesting. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's uh, put it on to the best draft, who we thought in the preseason. Okay, best draft. I think CS drafted really well. <laughs> at, the, at the number one, Keenan Allen fell to him. Back to back to Allen Robinson. Oh. Kyler Murray was a little early, but his upside is pretty pretty high. Top three quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's got some lottery tickets in Javante, Michael Pittman. Yeah, overall, pretty good draft. Well, since I'm going with Wesley having the worst, and that's Yahoo also agrees with me, so I'm going to go with <laughs> what Yahoo says for the best. Whoa. I'm going to say Joseph. Oh, just, my God. Just because if you think about how much he's improved from drafting, like before it was like, what the hell, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes? <laughs> but it was still me and John in the last place bracket. <laughs> I think Clive had the best overall draft i'm pretty high on daryl henderson even if sony michelle's coming back and then like to have dalvin cook aj brown and darren waller those are your just three sets and forgets like you don't have to even think about it obj i'm hearing is back to his self I'm so I mean, we'll see him, we'll see so as as good as clive's team is he has a very injury prone team dalvin cook aj brown missed games daryl henderson has missed games Steelen has a back problem obj towards ACL. Oh, shit. 
My favorite draft. It's a hot take, dude. But I think Steven had a, a good draft, dude. I'm pretty high on T Higgins. And I think Trey Sermon is going to take the starting spot sooner rather than later. And then Cole Coppitz. I mean, they say he's the next. He's the next. Travis Kelsey or something. All right. So that's, uh, those, that's also from the same episode, the best drafts. Uh, more. How wrong have you been, John? God bless. <laughs> Bro, Jesus. I have believed in your oh. team, man. I believe in both of our teams. Oh, the belief was there. Okay. Uh, the the close, the most accurate I say would be Miko, which is actually Steven? one of the most surprising ones too. With Steven? I think back then, yeah. I think when Miko said Steven at the time, we we're like, huh? Really? Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's coming to prove to fruition. Um, backs. Let's see, who is the furthest? Oh, I guess I'm the furthest. You are, bro. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, Joseph Joseph was on tip, tippity toppity. So he's only two places uh, behind me. Or, yeah, in front of me. But uh, worst draft, I mean... It, uh, I, I mean, we don't mean to pick on Howard, but just just gotta look at the standings and... It'll show, but with this yeah. trade, I mean, he could become he could potentially become pretty scary in the second half. Yeah, yeah. So I think so. I think it, it's it's we're we're out here trading for survival at this point. Yeah. You know, if we can squeak into the playoffs, that'd be great. But I think we both have the same mindset of survive first, week by week. Yep. It's a it's a lot of parity in the league. So. Yeah. All right. So we'll uh, end this last soundbite from that episode that precedes an episode with a, a hot take let's see if it came from to fruition from miko oh i have a hot take oh, let's see it i think joseph's team is bottom six dude okay bottom six why why do you feel that tyler lockett debo i don't believe in them i don't believe in debo for him I to don't. have to start mooney i also don't believe in that right now i do not believe in mooney either Ooh. Actually, yeah, I can I can see Joseph's calendar. Oh my god! The hottest of takes. It's it's true. Number nine, borrowed time. Okay. Is Miko Nostradamus or what? Oh my god! It's wild. It's so Shit. funny. I don't know, man. Miko's a voodoo master over there. <laughs> uh, a lot a lot can change between the first half and the second half, man. So. Uh, I was, yeah, Miko's take initially looked ju- was just that, like, a hot take that was like, bro, how can you even say that about Joseph's team? Dude. And then everything happened. Everything rolled to Miko's hot take. It was like, everything. Russell Wilson got hurt, then, like, Lockett started, after his boom weeks, he started, started dying. Dying, and then he lost CH. <laughs> yeah. Holy. Well, all right, so... So uh, one month later, on our, I believe, fifth episode here, we had some guests in Howe and Clive to give their takes on who they felt at the time uh, was still worst. Is it the same person, or do they feel like someone else has taken the rankings of worst in the league? Check it out. How who do you think has the worst team? Howard, just, you hate to see it, but he's fighting for his life right now. Yeah, sorry, Howard. What you got, Clive? You guys spent this whole time looking at everyone's team so that way we're not a boring podcast. But <laughs> yeah, I think it's Howard, man. I still think his draft wasn't like his, the, the way he approached it 
I'm still not like hating on it. Uh-huh. It's just like he took like his players are not performing to their draft picks. Like aside from the fact he got running backs and not a receiver. Yeah, oh, man. Again, Howard, we're not trying to pick on you, but I mean, yeah. it just just happens to to show. Like if you look at the standings, hopefully yeah, you can make it up, man. <laughs> if you're still it's listening. So at, right, right. <laughs> so at that time too, uh, Howard was still last place. Yeah. Um, but he's he's had some some positive notes. He, I mean, he beat me last week, so I mean, I can't really say much. He beat Stephen, right? David. Who, who did he upset? He beat Joseph. He beat Joseph. Oh yeah, and yeah, that was when Joseph was still pretty down. strong, right? Or not mm-hmm. not dying yet. Right. Right. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. So next up, we have the same Clive and Hal both giving their takes on who they feel is the best one month in who do y'all feel is the biggest threat i feel like it's joseph by a landslide because he has like his players i feel like their floor is is uh so close to a lot of the other teams like ceilings like like uh kelsey is obviously on a high octane offense and he's the number one target my vote goes for our current fourth ranked team, Jude. Okay. I think his team has been playing lights out. He's got some really good ballers. You know, DJ mm. Moore has been playing crazy. Dak Prescott obviously le- earning his bag, coming back looking sharp as ever. And then he's just got a bunch of solid players that you can just depend on every single week. Like Devontae Adams, um, CD Lamb has been shaping up to be super dependable. And Jonathan Taylor finally having a good game. And they're having some easy, easy, good matchup. So I'm, I'm predicting that Jude is going to overtake Joseph in the next quarterly type. Ooh. Yeah, in the next quarterly do, type of recap okay. that do, we're doing. Do we have a, a hot take soundbite? I think it's Miko's team. Uh, and Miko's just got stacked running backs all the way across. You know, and Chris Godwin is still essentially Brady's favorite target at the moment. And Marquise Brown, I continue to doubt this guy, but he's been killing it, man. Ooh, man, how with the hot take? How as the winner, winner, chicken dinner. Man, how, man I called it. Freaking seer over here. <laughs> <laughs> Jude on top of the standings, number one. Yeah, man. I think that is the only take. I mean, if, besides like the worst, but like for the best part, best draft, best team. Yeah, that's the only one that's 100% accurate. That's crazy. I mean, looking uh, looking at Jude's team right quickly right here. Yeah, man. Yeah. That Jonathan Taylor tough, tough trade idea. just pushed him over the top. Did he have Jonathan Taylor when you guys I recorded? Think so. Yes, but he was still he hasn't like he didn't blow up just yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was still when Colts were trying to figure themselves out. Still, yeah, man. Jude's team is scary, and I face him next week. I'm dead. dead. Let me see. Please be saved by the bye weeks. Nope, no bye weeks. I'm dead. (laughs) dead. (laughs) Okay. So, by the way, John, I like those uh, little soundbite transitions. Oh, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to spice things up. So this uh, this past week, we did have some voting polls. Uh, you know, I just wanted to get the league to interact a little bit more, kind of include them. Uh, so that way we can 
discuss it here in the podcast. So let's start off with the best team. And rules are you can't vote for yourself in any of these voting polls here. And uh, yeah, by a landslide, it goes to Jude. And Jude selected Pops. So, oh, because he couldn't pick himself. R- right, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, what, what are your thoughts, John? Uh, I mean, if uh, what are, are we thinking just current or rest of the season? Uh, I, I don't know. It's, it's, I, I, guess, I think it's, it's as a whole. It's as a whole. Yeah, as a, yeah, as a whole, yeah. Jude's, Jude's team is pretty stride. I don't know if, if all his players perform at their floor even a little bit above their floor he'll he'll win every matchup i i feel like uh i'm not sure he said he was scared of pops's team um i mean pops's team is not pops team uh, he has a good team also uh his past two weeks though have been pretty like meh oh because he has cooper cup cooper cups on he's lighting it up he's i think he's setting records isn't he for receivers? Fantasy records? Maybe. Uh, Maybe like uh, PPR records. I wouldn't doubt that. Or not PPR, but reception records. Something. But yeah, Cooper Cup's on fire. So I can, I can see why. Because Steven's team, he, he's relying on Hill, Cooper, Hopkins is kind of hobbled. So I can see why he's not too scared of Steven. And yeah. why he's more scared of Pops and then Wesley. Sorry, Wes, but I feel like... Oh, well, we'll get into it. That's that's in the poll. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like you said, just with Jude, he seems to have the most consistent team. Uh, DJ Moore, you know, you, you would, you'd hope he gets better now that CMC is back. You know, it's only been the first game. So, you know, over time, maybe the next two, three weeks, you'll get a better take of whether he's like it's over for him or if he can get you know at least somewhere into that you know 17 to 20 point range that he did at the beginning of the season mm-hmm. um, but other than that man from top to bottom he's, his team is strong yeah so that, that was a pretty easy vote in my opinion yeah uh... all right so now let's talk about the worst team so for the worst team, it was actually a split, you know? So there you go, Howard. It Wait. One from you. Clive picked himself? Or am I reading this wrong? This? No, no, no. So so Clive picked me. Oh. And uh, Howard, people that picked Howard were Pops, myself, How, and David. Okay. And Joseph was Wesley, <laughs> John, I don't know, Joseph voted for himself whatever and then for wesley howard miko and jude voted for him so for my take uh i mean it's tough to say now i think howard has a much better team oh yeah moving forward with this trade changes yeah changes i think i think that makes him stronger than i feel in my opinion howard and i aren't not the weakest teams anymore in my opinion um but at the time, you know, granted that he beat me, I I had like CMC on a potential snap count. Kyler wasn't playing. Uh, so I had a few things going against me. And, you know, for him to beat me, it doesn't say a lot. So on top of that, I'm still I was still a game ahead of him, which is why I placed him as my worst team still. Mm-hmm. Uh, why did you choose Joseph? 
Uh, you know, mostly it spite. Because <laughs> <laughs> you hate him. Because <laughs> he's but, an asshole. <laughs> but, I mean... Okay, so I'm, I'm taking a look at Joseph and Wesley's. So for mm. Joseph, uh, of course he's getting David Montgomery back. That's big for him. Sure. But he lost Calvin Ridley forever. Or, I mean... Mm. Potentially I, I like, forever. Yeah, potentially forever. I Mental health. I, I don't know if you can yeah. fix that in a couple months. So yeah. he's... I, I consider him out. So he's relying on Rashard Bateman and Debo Samuel. Of course, Debo Samuel has been... He's been pretty good this season, but Ayuk's coming into his own now. So you saw it last week. Uh, Debo took a step back with Ayuk coming forward. Yeah, so Kittle can, came back too. Oh, and Kittle coming back. So you can see a yeah. shift in that offense. And then, uh, who's there? One of the San Francisco running backs came back from IR. Uh, uh, Jeff Wilson. Yeah, so that could mm-hmm. that could potentially change up the offense a little bit because you know they're they're a run first team. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. But you know, Debo's still an athlete. I'm not saying he's yeah, going to do bad, yeah. but he's not going to like fall off completely. Yeah. And then Travis Kelsey, <clears throat> the Chiefs man, they just don't look like the Chiefs of last year. I I still feel like they can uh, make a a comeback but mm-hmm. he's not like 20 point floor Kelsey that he was last year yeah like last year I think the last two years yeah yeah and well, then that, that makes sense yeah yeah he's, he's been hampered a lot by injuries they are coming back but they are mm-hmm. still players I mean to, to lose a Ridley mm-hmm. you know that's that's definitely a big hit I mean yeah you are still gonna have to hope uh, Rashad Bateman helps you out or uh Alex Collins at the moment, mm-hmm. so that's tough. Yeah. What is it that mm. was the cover two shell? Because that cover two shell. That's what isn't that uh, Casey's kind of um, kryptonite right now? Because Ceh has been out, so they haven't been able to run the ball too well. Yeah, uh, Daryl Williams hasn't been running too well. I think he's he's averaging like three point eight yards per carry or something like that. Yeah, so, so maybe, yeah, maybe that's maybe why. That's- the receivers yeah. aren't doing well. I don't know. Yeah, cover two does help with the tight end also. So, but... That's your enemy. <clears throat> so, Wesley here... Mm. Ooh, he losing Derrick Henry, man. That hurts a lot. And That's then, huge. So, who's your next up? It's James Robinson. He's kind of hobbled. Hopefully, he'll come back. I think mm. he'll, he'll come back eventually, but... I mean that's yeah. your that's your RB one, and you hope that he's gonna produce for you. Rest of season, so it's 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 nice that he has James Robinson, and then uh, like we talked or like I mentioned in the last episode, uh, not having Fournette hurts, but Miles Gaskin is starting to pick it up a little bit. I think without having James Robinson last week, Wes was very fortunate to. Dude, so lucky what very very fortunate <laughs> oh my but god hey, that's the name of the game that's fantasy i can uh i mean you, you uh yeah speculation but yeah. i can see i can see patrick mahomes coming back to his 20 point floor and mm-hmm. dk is still gonna produce so we'll, we'll see how the the second half goes but i can easily see yeah. wesley coming down to us down to hell Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's it's a lot of things that things have to have to happen that we haven't really seen too much of. Mm-hmm. Like 
Patrick Mahomes last year did amazing, but this year you have to hope he gets close to his last year's form. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen it yet. Um, again, James Robinson playing with an injury. That could be bad. If he loses James Robinson, then to to have to force start Miles Gaskin, even though he is doing better, that's that's tough. That he goes into that Steven ranking of RBs, starting RBs. <laughs> so, all right. Well, yeah. This was this was pretty split overall. I mean, we can we meant Clive mentioned in the group me why he chose me. Uh, he felt at the time besides CMC and Keenan. There was really no one like left on my team that could do much. Um, but now you have Deontay, uh, so right. Deontay and Joe Mixon. Yeah. So I, I I think he had a point. Uh, I I see Kyler Murray and Michael Pittman as above average, like better players uh, than he perceives them. So I I would have added them too, but then. Yeah, once I started falling into my flexes, we're out of start like Daryl Williams, Julio, uh, Brandon Cooks, based off how you perceive them, then it starts to fall off there. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Moving forward, let's go into uh, the fake top six. So we have the top six right now. Starting from number one, we have Jude, Steven, Wesley, Pops, Miko, and David. <laughs> All right, so the majority of the votes went to Wes. It was myself, Howard, Miko, How, John, and Jude. Um, I mean, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's let's, let's go down the row. So, you want to give your thoughts first, John? Uh, are we like going one by one? Yeah, or... yeah we'll talk. Let's, let's talk about Wes first, and then we'll move on to the next. Oh, okay. Uh, from the polls, so. I mean, we kind of just kind of hit the covered hit, it. Yeah, with Wesley. But just to add on to it, uh, just looking at points for and points against, I mean, if you look at it, he has, he's had the easiest schedule for, again, points against with 1049. Mm. I think that's, mm. it looks like the lowest. Yeah, it's the lowest. And he has scored the second. No. He's a bottom three score, if I remember correctly. Yeah, bottom, he's, bottom half. He's, but he's behind Howard and – or he's in front of Howard and myself. Oh, okay. He's, he's right right yeah. below me. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, just based off of those, he's mm-hmm. had a pretty lucky season. And, uh, I mean, I, I hate to harp on it, but luck plays a pretty big factor in this game. Very big. Very yeah. big. So, I mean, fake top six. Sorry, Wes. Yeah. He he even voted for himself, I think. <laughs> yeah, and he 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 broke it down for me. Uh, he wasn't tilted or anything. You know, he was like, "Yeah, uh, definitely happy." You know, I I beat Steven when he didn't have Hopkins. Uh, and so he 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 fully understands the situation. <laughs> And would he trade spots with any of us who have scored higher? No, no, no. So, all right. So we had six for Wes, and we had two for Steven, uh, Pops, and Joseph. I don't think they gave the reasoning behind it. 
No, I don't think so. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Wes selected Pops. I think he just selected somebody <laughs> in general. Um, and then Cla- L. David voted for himself. He never changed it. And then Clyde voted for David. I was also leaning David too, but <clears throat> looking at the amount of points Wes scored overall and pe- and like how much people have scored on him, yeah, I changed my vote. And uh, I, what's that? Uh, oh well, the, the poll is also who do you see falling out of the top mm-hmm. six? So, yeah. And without Henry carrying him, I, I can easily see him coming down. Coming down to the calendar tournament. Oh yeah. Cheers to you, Wes. See right. you here. <laughs> so let's go to the Rise Up candidates. And it was only two people. It was How and Clive. Nobody believes in us. <laughs> no one believed in us, nope. Oh damn it. I, I gotta I just have to win five in a row. Oh man. Four in a row? Five, four. 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 Okay. Alright, so Hal's been on the come up. Overall he's he's lost his fair share, but he's stayed afloat. Like he's won enough to taper off some of those L's that he's received. Uh, you know, Cordero Patterson and Najee Harris, you know, I mentioned it in the last episode. Like it's it's enough to beat lesser teams with their performances. So if he starts getting better um performances from you know his first round picks Stephon Diggs or if Jerry Judy starts to come up then yeah no absolutely he's only what one game away from making mm-hmm. the playoff yeah if if he wins and Pops or Miko or David slips up he's in mm-hmm. so so it's not gonna take a lot so why you, you chose Clive over how I chose Clive so I chose Clive because I continue to believe in Clive's team even with Cook uh, potentially out now yeah well so right now because it's not an injury I'm gonna assume he's still in he's not and... playing week 10 it, or it already says oh. he's not oh really yeah Dalvin Cook told reporters he has not been in contact with the NFL and not playing week 10 against the Chargers and will play in week 10 against the Chargers oh will play in week 10 <laughs> against the Chargers <laughs> I read that wrong I'm sorry oh. alright yeah no no I I mean, on, on paper, Clive's team should perform well. It just really hasn't. So I'm, I'm still banking on that, on his on his output that his players should give out. I think Darren Waller played better last game, so maybe you know that's a sign of things to come, that he's found it, because he also had 11 targets too. So... Mm, I think I think from top to bottom, like starting roster, it's better than House. So that's why I picked Clive. Uh, yeah, I think you have. I can see your point. Darren Waller's going to see more targets with uh, Rugs out now. Mm-hmm. So I can see him coming back to top three tight end form. AJ Brown's coming coming back to his old self. Um, I, so yeah, I can see the only. People are the only player that I'm kind of iffy on is, uh, I think, Adam Thielen. Uh, I don't know. He's he's more boom or bust. Yeah, and history shows the past, man, how long? 
I remember Joe and I had a conversation about Thielen maybe like two, three seasons ago. And he's like, Thielen always tapers off in the second half. Yeah. And and that's why I think two years Joe has had him, he would always keep him in the first half and try to trade him. And yeah, it's it's been that way for the past few seasons. So, you know, today's a new year, but we'll see if that that continues, that streak continues. So, uh, if, and if he loses Cook too, at some point, like next week, due to legality issues, yeah, yeah, that'll that'll have him. to change. Mm-hmm. I think Hal has more; his ceiling is higher in his starters versus mm-hmm. Clive because Stefan Diggs is still producing. What this final score last week was six nine, and he still put fourteen point five PPR points. <laughs> so I mean, Stefan Diggs' floor is like stable. 14, 15. So his ceilings, you know, you, you know his ceiling is going to be like 20 plus. And then Cordell Patterson's been, I don't know, man, he just came out of nowhere. Najee, you you hit on. And then Jerry Judy, hopefully he'll start or producing more for this offense. So I see, I see a higher ceiling for Howe. That's why I think he'll, <clears throat> I think he can escape the pits of hell. Yep. And he's in a, he's a, he's in a better position too also. Because Glass uh, mm, one game, one game behind. There, yes. How four to seven? Tied with us. Four to seven is all tied up. <laughs> four to seven, and then eight to eleven. Nice. Damn. <laughs> all right. That's why it's all the more important that every game counts, man. All cup. So, next up, let's go into. The biggest fleece looking back. And with this, we are going to include hindsight bias because that's really all you can look at at this point. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to talk about trades from, you know, yeah. two months ago and be like, oh, well, at the time. So, yeah. <clears throat> because we talked about that at the time. We've talked about all these trades at the time. Yeah. So, Lockett and Burrow, Clive did discuss in the group me that. You know, we are including hindsight bias, and he makes a good point that he pretty much rented out uh, Burrow at the expense of losing Lockett, which has been his, like, second best receiver, is it? Let's see, Debo. Second best. Yeah, yeah, it's been his second best receiver. Yeah, Antonio Brown's been out, so arguably his second best receiver. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, of course, at the time, Joseph didn't know that. He started getting desperate because of losing kept happening and happening each week so he's like okay i need to get a quarterback because what if russ never comes back but russ came back and now yep it looks exactly like that he used Lockett for or he used burrow for two weeks and that was that yeah <clears throat> eckler and galladay for cooper cup and jamar chase we had jude and david well david might have voted that way because he couldn't vote for himself he was i feel like he would have voted for himself (laughs) um i don't jude didn't really give his reason behind it so i'm not sure it could be just when she chose somebody just because he could (laughs) pick somebody or he could pick himself so that's the argument is there that i guess pops fleece nico at the time, because yes, right now from top to bottom, Nico's team would be better with Cup and Chase. 
Uh, but if, if we're, we're still including hindsight, like Antonio Gibson is dying. Saquon is dead. Like Miko has no running backs anymore, you know, and he had a plethora of receivers. So, yes, he looking back, he paid a a hefty price for Eckler, but it's not like it's it's ruined his team, you know. Mm-hmm. It still helped him. And Jonathan Taylor and Robbie Anderson for Kareem Hunt and Tyler Boyd. What do you think, John? Um, so I chose this one. Just because I, I think it, during at the time, I think John Taylor was kind of doing poorly or not up to his projections. Right. Um, so he was kind of traded early. Then he started to explode after the trade. So hindsight, if right. David would have kept Jonathan Taylor, he would have been much... He could have been number one, I think, um, instead of Jude. Because I think Jonathan mm-hmm. Taylor is one of the big reasons... Jude's team is number one. Yes. Because, yeah. let's see, he, I think after the trade, was it after week three? So, yeah, I think he started one and two after he lost to Wes. Uh-huh. He traded. And then if you look at Jonathan Taylor's stats. It was crazy. Uh, yeah, it was, I was, I mean, after that, that third week, he scored only eight points. And then after that, 20, 31, 28. Yeah, eighteen. Eighteen has been his lowest this past what seven weeks. Yeah, his floor I think is like I think twenty two average. That's just a rough, yeah, yeah. rough calculation. Yeah, <clears throat> and then if you look, Cream Hunt's been hurt. How many weeks mm-hmm. has it been already? Yeah, it's. I think this week is when he can. They can pull him off IR, but they haven't yet. Yes, not good news. So I mean, we don't. When we trade, we don't trade expecting an injury, so that's sure, unfortunate. Sure. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, if he would have stayed healthy, who knows how how much he would have performed? You know, could have been could have exploded as well. But unfortunately, he was placed on IR, and that's one of the bigger reasons why this is one of the quote unquote fleece of the year. Yeah. yeah. What do you and, think? And that's and that's the thing too. I've I think I mentioned in the group me that. Uh, the Colts were still figuring themselves out. You know, uh, Carson Wentz, they picked up. You know, they thought they finally had a quarterback. Then all of a sudden he gets hurt. Like at the beginning of the season, he tries to play through it. He can't play through it. Uh, they're starting to find out their identity. Like, And that that's, I think I've mentioned with you guys where we sports bet. I was like, dude, I don't think the Colts even know what they are. And and so like we, we, we really didn't. Like, did they want to be like a pass first? But then they have, you know, a great offensive line that can run the ball too, mm-hmm. but they're not running enough. And so, you know, over time, they started to figure it out. Like, all right, it starts with Jonathan Taylor. And then, you know, because of that, Michael Pittman started eating and benefiting from that too. And so things started to mesh. Now you're seeing the Colts become a much better team because of it. I think that's the, for- the NFL formula. Like, Mm-hmm. It starts with the run. If you have a good running team or running or running back mm-hmm. that can run the ball, then of course the defenses will have to play to that, which will leave your receivers open. If you have good receivers, they'll be more man versus man, and right. it'll be easier to get them the ball. Yep, like, yep. Look at uh, Minnesota. Look at uh, the Colts now. Look at Tennessee before Henry got went down. 
Then you look at like the past first teams who are struggling now with the Bills and the Chiefs. Like they can't run the ball and look at them. They're getting clobbered by all these trash, trash teams. Trash teams or teams that are way, way more under them for Mm -hmm. sure. Yep. So that's a good point. That's a good point. All right. So majority vote goes to David and Jude's trade here. Uh, moving on, we have the luckiest team thus far. Uh, one went to Hal, but I know Wes just decided to choose someone because he couldn't choose himself. Howard voted for Miko, and he, he had an interesting take with it. Um, so he he said that Miko pretty much beat all the team. Uh, kind of like what I said last week in last week's episode. You know, Miko has won the the games he was supposed to win, and he's lost the games he was supposed to lose. He hasn't really shown out. And with the teams, the better teams that he's beaten, let me see here. All right, to quote Howard, he says, uh, I think he wins by slim margins, and the weeks he doesn't, it's because someone on the other team got injured. You know, he had Joseph when CEH went down. He played West when Henry went down. Uh, he's played mostly the bottom six teams, and he, but he's lost to the majority of the top 10 teams. So that was Howard's take on why Miko is the luckiest to be there. So maybe Miko joins us in calendar hell. Uh, but the majority of the vote goes to Wes. Why did you pick Wes? So I chose Wesley. I mean, it goes back to our previous discussions. <laughs> losing, losing Henry is one of the biggest reasons, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, it does go hand in hand with why he's voted to also fall out of the top six. Yeah, but it kind of goes all hand in hand. Almost hand in hand, yeah. We don't want to beat a dead horse here. Here, I'll listen (laughs) to the same thing, so. Yeah. Refer back to that one. Why Steven, though? Uh, I don't know. We'd have to ask uh, Joseph and Pops. Joseph, Pops, and Hal. Yeah, okay. Oh, I know know with Steven's, it's, it's... I can see maybe why because his team is very hit boomer bust and he's just constantly booming. So <laughs> that could be a possibility. All right. So the very last one we have here is who do y'all want to see on the calendar? How would like to see Steven. Joseph would like to see Jude. Miko and Pops would like to see Joseph. And then the rest of us would like to see Miko. Why Steven, How? Bro, that dude's swole, man. It wouldn't be funny. And why Jew, Joseph? <laughs> <laughs> and why John? Why Miko John? <clears throat> I think Miko would... Honestly, I, I'm not the only one who thinks this, but I think Miko would be the funniest because he's, he's a shy boy. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the main part in my So opinion. making him do these things that he's not comfortable with is just funny. <laughs> Low key, I don't think honestly, I don't, I don't know if he'll make it down here. But if he does, I'm gonna make him pose with a bunch of like road shoot, cockroaches. <laughs> oh my god, dude. he's gonna ah. die, bro. Anyways, yeah, I think I, I think he could be the most creative with Miko because his shyness comes into play. Like I think Wes said one time, like I'm gonna just put you alone in a room with three three beautiful women. Like that's not even. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to Miko, that's the worst time of his life, bro. That's a nightmare. It's funny. Too much anxiety. But yeah, I think I think you can get the most creative in Miko, which is why. <clears throat> all okay. right. Well, that's it, man. That runs all the polls for that. So uh, let's let's just run by the matchups real quick. Pick them. 
and then uh that's it man we'll close it out and well and just because it's running a little long we'll kind of because we've been doing this every week kind of just shorten the pickums. just uh we'll say who we like and what kind of players or why we think that player will or that person will win the matchup and that goes like do a whole breakdown breakdown yeah just to save y'all so uh we'll just go down the list that i have here Mm. so it's rivalry week i don't know not really sure why i don't know i don't know how the algorithm creates this (laughs) but um so it's me and me and clive and it's pretty even right oh 47 to 53. And what do you think, CS? I think it's dependent on if Kamara plays. That that gives you... That's that's everything for you, actually. So, uh, yeah, that's dependent. I'm going to have to go with Clive right now be, for the sake that Kamara might not play. Same. <laughs> I mean, I don't... I mean, he's, uh, it's tough. he's all I, I have. That's, that's, your, that's your number one pick. That's, that's your home run hitter, yeah. Yeah. So if he can't play. Yeah, it's tough. We'll see. Okay. All right. Um, and then next up, CS versus Miko. Uh, with the new. Oh wait, no. Trimix is on a buy. Um. I'm actually weaker this week. You are a little bit weaker. Well, you you got Deontay. Mm-hmm. Not um, that much weaker, but weaker. I think I will give it to you because Gibson's against Tampa Bay and Eckler against Minnesota is uh kind of bad matchups for Miko. I don't... Yeah, 11 points by y'all for Gibson. I don't know. I've lost all faith for Gibson. <laughs> yeah, same. Sorry. I don't know, dude. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm not sorry. He tried to give me that person. <laughs> Every week. <laughs> Fucking... Every week offers you Gibson. Uh, and, and Godwin, if... You know, as a fan, Tampa Bay fan, I would love Godwin to play, but if he doesn't play either, yeah, that's a tough road to climb for Miko. So, I'm leaning myself... Okay. Fuck the projections. Next up, we have Joseph and Jude, and I don't think this is a. a it's Jude hands down. I mean, he's he's at. Yes. I think he's at full strength. Mm-hmm. Yep. Versus, Versus the, the people that are on Joseph's starting lineup might not even play. And they might not even. Play. And Montgomery's out, so yeah. Sorry. And all his players are on by too. Yep. Where, well, where's it gonna come from? All right. Welcome to hell. <laughs> <laughs> If we win, John, we jump Joseph. Hell yeah. Jump above him. <laughs> That's all we have to do, win. Oh, God. Come here, please. Uh, okay. Next up is Pops and Wesley. Um, I think... Man. If if the Bills be, are, play like the Bills, then... Yeah, it Pops for sure. Because uh, he has Cooper Cup. Uh, but, I mean... Yeah, I, I think Pops... I think I think the Bills will come back. They're a good team. They they're not going to continue to be shit mm-hmm. after that performance. So get a get right matchup. Yeah. Yeah, I think West has to reach lots of ceilings from players versus if Pops is just plays if his team plays as average, it should be enough to beat West. So mm-hmm. there's there's too many variables to put my money on West. So I will go Pops here. Okay. Um and then the next is I lost this matchup David and Howard and with Howard's new acquisition in CMC is Eli is Eli Mitchell playing? How come he has zero points? Yeah. I see twelve points on mine. Twelve point oh. two seven. 
Oh, he needs his. He needs a QB. Uh, let's see. It's because Aaron Rodgers is still considered co- having COVID or under the COVID list, so I think he's just uh, waiting to see. I'm interested. I, I I think I'll give it to Howard this week, just because CMC. I think Dallas will play angry against Atlanta, mm-hmm. and then Ayuk's coming into his own, so. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it to Howard this week. We'll see who he plays for if Aaron Rodgers comes back. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, man. Is this the first time we both... <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, I I think obtaining CMC, especially in this matchup, is, is big. And, you know, unfortunately, I, I would have loved to kept CMC for one more week before Joe Mixon came back. But that also wouldn't be... I don't think Howard would have taken that trade because that's so unfair to him too. <laughs> um, and that, that was part of the conversation I had with Howard is he has an opportunity to be very strong this week against a competitive team like David. And yeah, if he gets Aaron Rodgers back in a fuck everybody, I'm getting crucified like Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, MLK and me are feeling the same type of pain throughout our movements our civil movements, but uh, yeah, I mean, he might just come out going ham skis, you know. So, yeah. Aaron Rodgers plays better when he's angry. Ah, uh, it's so. a first. All right, Howard, don't let us uh, down. Let's go. All right, last one. Who we got, John? Steven and How. We got uh, a a fake top six and an upcoming bottom six. Oh shit. Hey, guess who voted Steven as a fake top six, bro? Was it you? How? Oh, that's how. Yeah. oh, that's why. I think it all <laughs> Maybe played. Maybe that's it. why. It's a um, game. I think, <clears throat> man, yeah, I'll, I'll side with who I picked to rise up. Rise up. Rise up. So I'll pick how. Um, yeah, man, I, I think I believe in his players and this and their ceilings. Najee Harris is ooh, against Detroit. She that's food. <laughs> that's food. He's he's uh yeah he's projected one point less than CMC man. That goes to show how much uh, Yahoo believes in Najee. Yeah, I'm I'm going with Hal as well. Uh, main part of it is is Hopkins. Hopkins still is not practicing. Yeah, at all. That's, that's big. That is a big big blow. And then T Y Hilton. Yeah, I don't. He's been whatever. <laughs> and when has when has Ty Hilton been relevant? Not that against a team that's not the Houston Texans. You know? Fake top two. <laughs> <laughs> Fake top two. Dude. Oh jeez. Oh man, tale of two halves. I'm I'm, I'm interested yeah. to see who's what's gonna happen. Hey, bottom six. We got a shot, y'all. We got a shot to get out of this, man. <laughs> top Shut. top six starting to fall. You know, starting to crumble a little. Expose the fakes. Expose the frauds. Put Mika on the calendar. <laughs> Sorry with me. It starts with me. Week 10. Oh, yeah. Put, me, put Miko on the calendar. Hot take. Right. Miko on the calendar. Hot take. Remember this. This will be Remember a sound bite. <laughs> All righty. That's it. So thank you guys for listening to another episode of The Worst Things First Fantasy Report. And... Good luck to everyone except Miko starting tomorrow. (laughs) You're dead. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Peace.